Welcome to Left On Wed. Bite-sized tips for people getting hitched. Georgia Fletcher. Adam Sini. In the same room. How did we get here? In this part of town. Georgia, I had a flashback. This one time, this is a true story, I was a kid riding on a bus by myself. You know those old buses where you used to open the windows, but they would only open up like 30 centimetres? Right? So I'm stopped at the bus stop and then, bang, something hits me. A kid from the bus stop had thrown a rotting lemon through the slit in the window as the bus had started to move. Excellent aim. Hit my head and exploded on my face and went everywhere on the bus. What? I'm just shocked that you said your name at the introduction of the podcast. And this is a wedding podcast. It is. (laughs) Thank you for telling a bus story. I have a bus story. When life gives you lemons, don't get on the bus. When life... (laughs) Gives you lemons in wedding planning, elope. Oh. And that is what we're talking about today. Today's topic is? Elopements, how to plan them, what they are, a dictionary from A to Z, all about the letter E, elopements. And I might even throw in another letter, M. Oh. Micro weddings. Oh, I love that. I thought we were playing a game of scategories. What's an elopement and what's a micro wedding? We will, once this podcast is over, sit down and just play a couple rounds. (laughs) Love that. (laughs) We keep on teasing word associations. I'm getting excited. We're not going to record. It's just for us. Okay. We're just going to hang out. Just play some scategories. We never do that. No, we don't. We just hang out. So you might be at the stage of wedding planning where it's getting overwhelming or the guest list is getting really big or you're sort of deciding this isn't for me. What's or another it's option? getting cha-ching, a little expensive. Yeah, it's, it's what we hear a lot when people elope. It's like, why did you elope? Because we didn't have the money to do a fuller bit, bigger wedding. Not a fuller wedding, bigger wedding. Uh, so what is an elopement, Georgia? An elopement is yes, d- a dictionary. small bite-sized wedding. <gasps> that's our, See that's what our, I did yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, that's our model. Yes. Oh, my God, I'm so Small excited. bite-sized wedding where it's just you and your partner, the celebrant, and maybe a handful of others. But you may just want to have two witnesses. Correct. So to legally get married just up the top, just to sort of lay this sandstone in and get it nicely professionally cleaned by a sandstone cleaner, you only need two people with you to get married, including your celebrant. Not including your celebrant. Witnesses, right? So the two people who are getting married, your celebrant and two witnesses. Also very important if you are going down the elopement pathway and you found a celebrant, really get clear on the wording in their packages on what a legals only ceremony means and what an elopement and a micro ceremony means because it's very important that you know what to expect from each of those packages. Regardless, the legals only is usually just the bare bones of the legal paperwork, still requiring those five people, you and your partner, celebrant, two witnesses and an elopement. They're usually very similar. Yeah. So legals only is literally just saying the legal wording, signing the paperwork and Bob's your uncle. That's it. Pete's my uncle, just for the record, not Bob. An elopement would be more of a ceremony, uh, you know, where you have your celebrant maybe telling your story, having a chat, a little bit more bantery and more less casual, sorry, less formal, more casual than a normal bigger wedding, I would say. Keep going up that ladder. What's the micro ceremony? You're working your way up the steps of wedding planning. Micro wedding uh, is maybe just a smaller guest list as well. Maybe it's a reduced version of the reception. It might just be 20 guests and you're having a nice lunch at a restaurant. Could be a micro wedding or just doing the ceremony and then going to an Airbnb afterwards as well. The line between elopement and micro wedding is kind of blurry. A micro wedding is a small guest list. An elopement, I feel, is more like these really small two witnesses sort of thing where you're going to a nice scenic spot doing your thing and saving your money for later. So we've talked about who you need for an elopement 
and a legals-only ceremony, but why would someone choose to do an elopement over a big ceremony? There's so many reasons, and I never have met a couple who have eloped and they've gone through the thought process of doing it who have regretted it for mm. any reason. I, if, if it's up your alley, then it's probably going to be right for you. Um, one of the big things is we don't have the 100 people, we're a bit afraid that we're going to be stretched too thin on the day. And we're not going to enjoy it. So we would prefer just the two of us to go away with a couple of friends and just do it with them. So we can spend the time with each other rather than all these 100 people. And we have so many points on elopements because none of them will ever look similar to the other. Every elopement that I've experienced as a celebrant has been really different, whether it's where they are, who they've had involved and what the cost is that is associated with that particular elopement. So why most people elope, it comes back to those three points we said in the beginning, that wedding planning is just becoming far too overwhelming and it is very expensive. However, we still live in a society where we expect a particular vision for a ceremony. So when we talk to our families about what we want for our wedding, they can be really surprised and shocked about what, an elopement is and how they can still be involved and what that might look like because we now need to have these hard conversations if we're downsizing on our guest list. Firstly, remember that it's your wedding and you can do whatever the hell you, you want if can. you want to. But yes, you will have to have difficult conversations. Uh, let's go down the example route of the two of you are running away with your two best friends to the Blue Mountains with a celebrant and a photographer to elope. Name a good location. What's that beautiful? Lincoln's Rock, Wentworth Falls. Oh, it's very Baby, beautiful. Baby, I've done a lot of elopements up there. I've it's never been stunning. there. Heaps of spots in the Blue Mountains that you can go away, run and lope to. And the, the fun thing is there's not much pre-planning that needs to be involved. A lot of the time for elopements, I don't see uh, lots of florals uh, being set up. You can, and I have seen it happen, but a lot of the time it's about that scenery, the backdrop, and you can be guided on your photographer by that, which I think is really cool. It's like hire a great photographer who knows where to elope and then be like, hey, we're going to get married in the Blue Mountains. Where should we go? And they'll guide you on that. Yes. And you can find a beautiful spot. But let's say, yeah, you're running away to elope and we need to have that conversation with the people who aren't going to be coming to that. How do you, what do you say? What do you say? I hate hard conversations. It's really difficult. But what needs to happen first is you and your partner both need to talk to each other about who might be the most offended or the most upset and possibly prioritize that conversation. And you will have to be able to have something nice planned afterwards to make yourself feel better in case it doesn't go as yeah, planned. Yeah, true. Oh, for you to do after. Like, yes, I, go I'm going to go dinner. have a cocktail. Go yeah, have yeah. a massage. But also it comes back to my favourite Dr. Seuss quote. Yeah. Oh. Of those who matter don't mind. Wow. Yes. And those who don't matter mind. Wow. Profound. Love That is profound. I have to sit here and think about that for a bit. Mm. What I also see a lot, and this is another way to do it, is people uh, begging for forgiveness rather than asking for permission. They elope. They just do it. And then they go tell all their family afterwards we eloped last week. I'm getting all these flashbacks to all these elopements I have had where I have done that. Yeah. I A couple wanted to do all their legal paperwork before they had their baby because all of the paperwork that comes with Medicare, changing your name, birth certificates, things like that, they wanted to do that before they had their baby and then still have a party a year later. Surprise, I announced it at the wedding. Yes, that's cool, right? So the party afterwards we see a lot. Mm. The most recent elopement I did a few weeks ago uh, at the beach at Clovelly and I think they might have had five guests. They they had parents and they had their best friends and that was it. 
and that night they had a dinner planned with all of their best friends for their engagement. And they walked in and surprise, surprise, we got married earlier in the day. Yes. I hope you're enjoying hearing all of these examples because we are storytellers and we have a lot of stories about these elopements working brilliantly. I've got stories, baby. Sunrise wedding. I did one of those. Yeah. An elopement. They had lots and lots of family overseas that couldn't make it over to have a big wedding. They were also about to have a baby. And we gathered on Bronte Beach at 6am. They had a photographer, a beautiful sunrise wedding. Yep. Stunning. Cool, right? It was so great. What a great way to start the day. I've done one of those at the beach, sunrise wedding. Next thing they did was strip off and jumped in the water and went for a swim. Nudie celebrations. No, they were wearing wearing their cozies. Oh, God's sake! You just said stripped, stripped off. off their like suit and when stuff. When you say strip, I just imagined. Oh, I got naked. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I should have said that. I was butt naked. The Imagine whole if they then got those budgie smuggler branded speedo yes. things. I've been waiting for someone to ask me to do a nudist ceremony. By the way. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know if I'd use the photos of my this Instagram. This is not the call out for that. Okay. Just in case, just to slide into my DMs. Budgies, all the left <laughs> on red podcast ones. Go straight to Mary by Anna. No, no. Go to the podcast one. I, I Budgie want... smuggler do those branded <laughs> ones. So if they were going to go yeah. swimming, that's really cool. Yeah. Imagine the photos of bride, groom. Yeah, super cool. Groomsmen, right? if you're having them. And you I think have that, to at the elopement. Yeah, and that's important to note for these elopements is you can sort of, there's no hard and fast rule to what you do and don't have to do. We've talked about what you have to do in a ceremony to make things legal, but it can really look whatever way that you want it to. I had a beautiful one that I'm just flashing back to. It was in their house in Balmain, uh, and it was the house where they went through COVID together. Uh, He proposed in the hallway. Uh, They had their first baby at home birth in that house. Beautiful. They had so many memories, and they were moving out of it later that week. Why not make it their wedding venue? Exactly. So just two of their friends came, and we all stood outside there was no hard and fast way about how they wanted the ceremony to start. They were both already there. So when we were all ready, they were like, oh, we're going to pop a bottle of champagne. Do you want a glass? Like, yes, please. We all popped a bottle of champagne. And then I said, hey, how about we go outside and uh, get married? So we all walked outside. They held hands. And then uh, we just started talking. And we went through their story because I thought it was really beautiful that a lot of it had happened in the house. Mm. And we made it more like a conversation. So I was like, oh, let's talk about the proposals. So where did that happen? He goes, just in the hallway over there. So she walked in and he started telling the story. And then I kind of picked up with the bits that I knew and sort of carried it a little bit. But it was this beautiful conversation in their house. And then they shared their vows, just the two of them. It was wonderful. And yes, correct answer. You can still share personal vows in an elopement, exchange rings and do all those lovely little things. It's just less of the storytelling. And I often say to couples who are going for that elopement or micro ceremony vibe, most of the people that are attending those small bite-sized ceremonies know your story. They already know it. Yeah. So you may want to make sure that you're encouraging more of what's in the future, what's happening now and what's happening next rather than what's already happening in that beautiful, lovely, intimate ceremony. Definitely. So we've talked about elopements in your home. We've talked about elopements at Lincoln's Rock. We've talked mm-hmm. about ceremonies on the beach. I've also been to beautiful, lovely restaurants where they've been, you yeah, know, dined that. out. I have also done, you know, home elopements where they were about to go off to Bali or go off to Europe as well. Right. So a lot of couples love to go overseas and get married, which is awesome. So you ins- can get legally married in other couples. 
countries, it might be easier for you to get legally married in Australia. For example, if you're going to Bali, which we see a lot, uh, you do your legals with the celebrant just before you go. You could do it the day before you go, and then you can pop off to Bali and go do a commitment sort of ceremony. Pop off. Pop off, baby. I'm going to Bali soon. Bye-bye. Not getting married. Already married. Yep, you wouldn't, you can't do that. You can't have two weddings. Going overseas for a wedding is a great, such an easy way to get an elopement or micro wedding sort of experience because not everyone's going to be able to come. Yeah, sometimes you can blame the cost of Brilliant. living yeah. and the destination Brilliant. on why you have to cut your guest list. Exactly. It's like we're going overseas to get married. We're only inviting 20 people and everyone kind of understands, quite frankly. Yes. And then when we're coming back, we're going to have everyone at the pub uh, for a bit of a celebration, very informal. We're not going to do speeches or anything like that, but that's going to be our celebration with the people who couldn't make it to the wedding. I have a wedding coming up where they are just having their small inner circle of family and friends coming to a house they've hired and then they've hired the local surf club for hundred and something people yeah, to that. come and join them for a big party after. You don't have to do the party after. It is We see it a lot, but it's so... Sometimes it's not necessary. I've had couples that have done the elopement and then at that time they look at each other and go, yeah, we can't be bothered organising a party now. This is it, quite frankly. Yes. We'll put the photos up on our Instagram and then everyone will be shocked that we're married and then they'll get over it. So it's like it depends on how you look at it as well. I think a lot of what I see with elopements is people enjoying the experience more because they're not spending as much money but they're still spending a good chunk of money on the experience for them and those guests I've got one coming up with a good friend of ours, Tim from Above Below Visuals, shout out. Um, and it's up in Palm Beach and they're doing a little elopement, only a few guests, and then they're going to the lily pad. Do you know the lily oh. pad? It's a floating house. Yeah, it's beautiful uh, in, what's it called there, Bayview? Yeah, on pit water, on they pit would water. say. And they've got a great chef coming over to cook dinner for these people at the lily pad. Beautiful. That's what they put their money in rather than the big wedding. And the experience for them, I think, is going to be incredible. If you want to check out the lily pad, go on Instagram Huge. or book a table at the Newport, formerly known as the Arms, and you can get yeah, a great view of the lily pad. It's really, <laughs> yeah, totally. really nice. Yeah. So that's like another way that I find people with elopements are like, we're going to... Not, we're not going to spend anywhere near as much money as we're spending here, but we're going to really put the thought and put our budget into our favourite ven vendors who we can the now experience. afford. The lunch or dinner with a few people and it's going to be an awesome day just Where for us. Where in Palm Beach is the paperwork? Uh, at Wiltshire Park. Oh, lovely. Yeah, beautiful little spot, which I was at at the weekend, quite frankly. It's very nice. So I think it's really important just to sort of shape it around. I don't want to say it's a selfish thing to do because I think a wedding should be about the couple anyway. So it should be based around the two of you as much as you can, especially when you elope. It's like, what do we want to do? What's important to us? Do we love to eat? Yes. Do we love to drink? Yes. Are we surfers? Great. We're going to do it on the beach. So find the thing that's really important to you and just narrow down on that and don't care what anyone else does. That's I the went fun on of eloping. On a boat? That was fun. Sick. In pit water. That reminded me. How about this? I've got a friend celebrant, a mutual friend of ours, Oliver Thompson celebrancy. Shout, Shout out, out. To Oliver Thompson. He's about to do a scuba diving wedding. No way. Yes. They're both scuba Oliver, divers. Oliver, you need to come on the podcast. Yeah, right. Come on to Left on Wed. O Oliver's a scuba you diver. Understand. And they're scuba divers. So they're going to go under, they're going to exchange rings under the water. They're talking about the logistics at the moment. Then pop up, say the legal wording, go back under. I think they're going to write vows on like a, a waterproof whiteboard. Sick. I know. If you are looking for a scuba diving celibate, yeah, celibate. Oliver is it. A celibate. Someone. <laughs> if you are looking for a scuba diving celebrant, yes. Oliver Thompson is your guy. So cool. He's also done one uh, in a hot air balloon, which I oh, love as I well. Oh, I did see that. That's epic. Um, yeah, so 
you know, spend the money on the experience, I say. That's that's what this is all about. Find a cool rock or get What would be your special skill? What would I do if I was a low ping? Yes. Um, or I, what would be the kind of celebrant that you would find that has a special unique set of skills like scuba diving and hot air balloons? I think that I would skydive. Wow. Andrew's down for that. I think I would jump out of a plane and see if we could do our vows whilst skydiving. Wouldn't that be nuts? Imagine your mouth. It would be a fun video, right? Oh, what would you do? I don't know. There's so many options out there. So if you search hashtag elopement ideas, yeah, so many things come up. Get your inspo. There are also companies that can do it all for you. True Provide that. the chairs, do all the coordinating, yeah. source the vendors that you need from photographer to celebrant, yeah. and they can just do it all for you for a set price. Because a lot of time what we find as well is that a lot of couples might elope because they find it overwhelming planning a bigger wedding. So it's like, okay, so we're going to need some help with this elopement experience. And there's heaps of things out there that you can do. Georgia, can I shout out another business of oh, mine? Please. Oh, please. my God. Uh, Shot Gin Weddings. Oh. Uh, and this might be a little bit preemptive depending on when this episode comes out. But... You can come and elope at a gin distillery with me on the hour. Every hour, we're going to have a couple come in, get married, shot gin, and then bugger off. It is very trendy. Uh, Where is it located, though? Unexpected Guest Distillery in Marrickville with the Salty Shutter. It's huge. Oh, my God. If I may do another shout-out for people in Canberra. (laughs) Yes. The amazing Sarah, Sarah Marie Celebrancy does dope elope. Yeah, Like a festival-style elopement package, and it is Amazing. Cool. Dope elope. Love it. Look at all these options out there. So many options. So many things that you can do. Don't let anyone tell you what to do. That's what elopements are about. Be, be yourself. That's extremely aggressive. I am a little bit aggressive today. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I asked before we started recording this episode if I could say the F word and Georgia said no. I did say <laughs> But I'm going to say it right now. Fuck. Hey, thanks for listening. We really appreciate you. And if you want to hear and see more, follow us on the socials. We are at Left On Wed Podcast on TikTok, on YouTube. There are full video episodes and on Instagram. There sure are. If you've got questions, you've got comments, ideas for topics, slide on into the DMs. But you can also inquire about our celebrant services by finding... Adam on Instagram and TikTok at Married by Adam. That's me. You can find me at Georgia Fletcher Celebrant. And if you are itching to tell people about this, please do. But you can leave us a review on whatever platform you listen on. Tell people how much you love it. Five stars only. Thank you. That's all we will accept. We'll see you next time. Left on Wed is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay respects to the elders past and present. We, Adam and Georgia, acknowledge our First Nations people's continuous connection to culture and the importance of storytelling.